0: If your steering wheel has more traction than your actual tires, that's a big oh no. Thankfully. For all your car's big O' knows, there's always a big O' yes. Now through February 2nd, buy three, get one free on select sets of four Aspen Touring AS or Mesa AP2 brand tires with paid installation purchase. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. Disposal fees extra and up to 10% shop fee based on non-discounted regular retail price not to exceed $35 where permitted. See store for pricing. Eligibility may vary. Not valid with other offers. At participating locations, no cash value.
1: 39 minutes and 59 seconds, the Kansas victory over K-State at Allen Fieldhouse on Tuesday night was mostly about a breakout game by KU freshman guard Christian Braun. He finished the game with a season-high 20 points. But then the final second happened. An aggressive block shot by KU Sylvia Souza of DeJuan Gordon, who'd stolen the ball from him and was taking it to the basket, appeared to end the action. But DeSouza stood over Gordon, and the benches cleared. The fight spilled into the folding chair seats in the end zone before the coaches and team officials rushed in to break it up. It was an ugly scene. Bill Self called it an embarrassment. We're here to talk about it on Sportsbeat KC, presented by Big O Tires. I'm your host, Blair Kirkhoff. KU beat writers Jesse Newell and Gary Bedore joined K-State beat writer Kellis Robinette in breaking down what we saw. We recorded this podcast a couple hours after the game. Early on, you'll hear from Bill Self and Bruce Weber. The coaches spoke to reporters after the game, but no players did. So here we go.
0: Well, obviously there was a role that was played by our players, but I got to watch the tape and see all the angles and all that stuff to know to the extent of it. But I know that we were in the wrong. I'm not saying that both parties weren't in the wrong, but I know that we were in the wrong. Uh, I was shaking hands with Bruce uh, uh, as... The play was going down to the other end. Bruce came down and to shake hands, and so I did not see what transpired uh, until everybody started running out there. I didn't even know that it was a melee until you know three or four seconds after everybody was out there, because you know sometimes those things kind of start and then they just kind of dissolve. But but yeah, that 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 was an embarrassment by on 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 our part for the role that we played in it and. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll there will be consequences that that I'm sure I'll announce tomorrow for that role it's, as soon as I'm able to study it and and come to grips with with all of it. But even regardless of how it got started, that's no way for mature men to act, regardless of the situation.
1: Coach, did you get to talk to any of your players? Ask them.
0: I, there, there was no discussion okay. on what happened okay. from their vantage point. Uh, we talked to them and, and relayed to them uh, how selfish it was. Um, we relayed to them how disappointed we are. Uh, I mean we should be in here talking about Christian Brown and selfishness uh, uh definitely created a situation where that 's not going to be the storyline whatsoever so so uh, there was no there was no communication back and forth. it was one way
1: you win with class, you lose with class disappointing that anything had to happen at the end and uh, you know that 's all you can that 's all I can say i, I it's probably my fault. I, I but I had told them not to press. I had told them not to foul. I told them back off. But you know the kids are young guys. They they want to play hard. Uh, they they were disappointed, frustrated. Played you know you you don't want to take that fire out of their belly, but at the same time uh, you know you got to handle it right and create a created a, I guess a bad thing. Uh, but it, you know again credit to Kansas, they kicked their butts. All right, you just heard uh, Bill Self and Bruce Weber. I kind of thought they handled it as well as they could under the circumstances. Jesse, um, there were no players brought into the interview room tonight, and I, I expected that as well. Yeah, no,
2: I, listen, um, Bill Self is really good in these scenarios, always has been. He knew exactly kind of what the message that he wanted to get out there about his team. He didn't excuse it. He called it an embarrassment. He addressed it head on. Which is all those things are the correct things to do in this given scenario and he promised swift punishment so he was put in a difficult spot obviously um this is not anything that anybody wants to go through but i thought this is sort of where bill self thrives and unfortunately for him and his program this has been a situation that him and his program has have found themselves in pretty often lately in these sorts of scenarios uh just whether it's controversy or uh, you know um, just whatever the case may be it just seems like it's happened a lot here in lawrence so uh, Bill Self, I thought he handled himself well. Um, I thought his uh, what he said, he, even speaking to, like, it spilling out in the handicap section and sort of feeling remorse for that uh, was good. But, I mean, this is a horrible look for Kansas. I mean, there's really no way to sugarcoat that, and he probably made the best out of a really, really bad situation. But this is going to hang over Kansas for, for at least a few hours here.
1: Yeah, it is. We'll find out probably sometime Wednesday what the repercussions are for for KU – Kellis, I, I thought Bruce Weber equally handled it pretty well, and I think what was interesting to me is both coaches shouldered the blame, at least you know part of it, without knowing everything. We talked to him, you know, some thirty twenty to thirty minutes after the game. Bruce was the first coach into the uh, into the locker room, or into the the media room, and um, and it's funny he didn't start out talking about this. He had to be asked about the the fight at the end, but um, I, I thought Bruce. Did did okay in this?
3: Yeah, he probably even took more. I mean, I was surprised to hear him say that he took blame for it, saying it was probably my fault. That was his direct fault. That was his direct quote. It's probably my fault. Um, I mean, I, it's just kind of weird that the that this rivalry. Every time these two ke- teams get together, we have some weird altercation at the end of games that means absolutely nothing. We had Brandon Green throwing <laughs> down the uh, was it a dunker layup that he had? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever it was, completely meaningless. Had both sides angry about it. Then uh, Barry Brown does the exact same thing back. Says, "Hey, shout out to KU." And then we got this here today. I mean, uh, you didn't need Dejuan Gordon uh, doing that at the end. You didn't need Silvio De Sousa standing over him at the end. You certainly didn't need the benches cleared. Clearing. I mean, there's no right or wrong either way. That just cooler. You just wish cooler heads would have prevailed. There, this could have been
4: avoided 50 different ways. And the Jamari trailer at K State. Remember. Didn't, uh,
2: oh yeah, the chicken wing.
1: <laughs>
4: <That's> right. <laughs> that was the other f- pseudo
1: fight. And this isn't the first time. Oh, well, that that one in Jamari, the Jamari trailer one.
4: That was the crowd on
1: the floor after yeah. the,
4: at the game, right? Yeah, yeah. storming the court. Right, and Bill Self was getting pinned against the table, and Bruce uh, was trying to help Bill. Right, and got him out of there because Bill was getting crushed, and Bruce was saving him. I was getting ready to say, Gary, this isn't the first time this year there's been an incident like this at a
1: KU game. Was it Monmouth the opponent? Yes. What it was, it was um, something similar, right? It was a deep. And I was going to say that um, it, it
2: absolutely was similar. K State probably continued on kind of a storyline that maybe they didn't know they walked into because this very same thing happened with the Monmouth player at the end of the game, where Tristan Aruna was trying to dribble out the clock, wasn't paying much attention, got the ball stolen. The other guy went down the court, dunked it, got a technical for taunting, and became kind of a national story. I remember I, I put up the video on Twitter, and it got more than 2 million views. So uh, this sort of thing already happened with Kansas, but Tristan and Aruna is not the personality type. I mean, Bill Self kind of talks to him a little bit about being maybe too calm, collected, you know, relaxed out there. So he tried to block the shot, didn't, and then when the guy yelled at him, he just didn't do anything, which again... Cooler heads prevailed, which was actually a great thing for Kansas just that uh, kind of de-escalated pretty quickly. But um, he probably, you know, if you're talking about DeJuan Gordon in this, he probably ended up on the wrong side of, of, of a fight he didn't know existed. You know what I mean? KU already sort of got punked at Allen Fieldhouse in the same sort of way. And so it happens once, okay, you let it go, and it move on. It happens twice, and he probably is kind of paying for the sins of a previous opponent.
3: Well, I guess the shocker to me is um, DeSosa, I mean – Swatted the hell out of that shot. I mean, he sent that thing to the seats. DeJuan Gordon is on the ground. It was a volleyball spike. He won the battle right there. Just walk away.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, if you think about this from a a macho perspective, I'm not sure I'm the the macho expert here, but like, what if Sylvia volleyball spikes that and then just walks to the under end of the court? I mean, mm -hmm. he's going to get a standing ovation from the (laughs) crowd. It's an emphatic, don't do that in my house Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But again, towering over him led to... You know, everything is just – I think you said it well, Kellis. Escalate, 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 escalate. And he had about four different things and obviously capped off with the image, the photos out there of college basketball and Sylvia De Sosa holding a stool over his head about ready to strike somebody out there. And uh, I'm sure we'll get to talk about what the potential punishment might be here. But uh, that image is not something that the Big 12 wants. It's not something that the NCAA basketball wants. And so when you make an embarrassment out of people like that – there are usually some pretty harsh consequences.
1: Yeah, and let's let's remind people that this started on the court, but spilled into the into the spectator section where they have folding chairs, and those folding chairs include handicap people, people in wheelchairs, the handicap section. Um, who who ended up breaking it up? Who were the Were there some? Um, you know, some heroic moments here. Who, who prevented Silvio from... Well,
3: Bill Self was front and center in it. I mean, I don't know if he ripped the stool out of his hands, but he was the one who... Silvio was trying to keep the fight going. As everyone was leaving, he was very uh, keen on continuing to fight, and it was Self who had him pinned up against the, mm-hmm. the, the backboard there, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Same. I don't mean to make light of it, but Cut following it my
2: Zapruder film sort of study of this, Jarence Howard might have just saved really, really big incident because he was about five or six feet away from Silvio, kind of dove at him as he saw the the stool up there. And in the replay show, he kind of just maybe kind of deflected his arm at the last moment so that the stool fell off. Now, again, what's difficult here is intent. Um, You know, it's sort of It kind of reminds me, I think it's Minority Report, like can you charge a guy with a crime that he didn't commit, even though it might happen in the future. So holding a stool above your head seems to indicate what your intentions were, but yet, you know, we don't know, Silvio, like was that to look intimidating? Was that to to get people off of? I I don't know, but that might be the only, the only thing that Kansas potentially could have going for it when talking about the suspension is that he didn't strike someone with that. Instead, he just held it above his head in kind of a threatening manner, but uh, that does not excuse anything that happened here. And like I said, that image is going to circulate, circulate around the internet now and around the world now for uh, you know at least a 24-hour news cycle. That's not going to be good for Kansas.
4: Yeah, for Jarence to grab the stool is, is heroic, like Blair said, because he'd be, if there would have been a K-State guy closer to Silvio, I don't think anybody was in the vicinity. Somebody was on the ground that they were kind of kicking at. If there would have been somebody right next to Silvio... And his intent was to sock somebody with that. He might have hit somebody with that stool. He might have gotten and arrested. Well, and the other if part. If you hit a player with a stool, don't you think he'd have been uh, arrested? Tra- yes, that? I do. I, I, think, I think charges would have been filed. Uh, actually,
2: yeah. some ESPN analysts afterwards were actually calling for charges to be filed against Silvio, regardless. Um, another one, if you go back to look at the film, I think it was actually the cameraman for ESPN who was sitting on the stool. He was like trying to grab away from Silvio too until he sort of figured out that this was not a fight that he was going to win. But he might have again. Uh, I, I don't want to use the word heroic here because yeah. this was a bad incident. But like he might have also helped save things because he at least gave Jarrett and the rest of the coaching staff time to kind of get there. He was kind of just messing with him, like what What are you doing? Don't don't take my stool. So it's such a why are we talking about this? Such a weird scenario to happen at the end of the game and. Um, yeah, uh, for a moment, a KU player just lost his mind.
1: And and those Kansas coaches had to come from the other side of the floor. This all mm-hmm. happened in the end zone where the Kansas State bench was.
2: It looked like Jordan Enriquez Roberts, by the way, was in yes, kind of he, separating he, things he out. Was, he was. He, he was. He was
1: part of the peacemaking uh, committee in, the, in that uh, brawl. Also,
2: uh, KU assistant athletic director Dan Beckler was in there as well. You can see him on video kind of um, – <laughs> It's, it's like the de-escalation sort of things that you see. He kind of held Dave McCormick back, who he's involved with this, so he could potentially get some games too. But you kind of see him holding him back. And again, Dan Beckler is a big guy, but probably about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, but kind of just kept pointing at his eyes, like, look into my eyes, snap out of it, look into my eyes, you know, come back to me here. And uh, so that's another person that's kind of jumped right in and, and not a person you would think that immediately, you know, would, would put, put themselves in the middle of that situation, but uh, another person that might
3: have kind of helped out. Yeah, I'm looking at it again right here. You're right. Uh, Silvio looks like his, when he gets it up, the stool as far back as he can and he might be ready to swing it forward, Jaren's Howard comes in and yeah. takes it away. So. Was there
4: anybody for Silvio to hit in that view? Um, to me, I didn't see any case staters I mean, I see Levi Stockard in there, mm. but
3: there's a pretty big crowd. I mean, would well, if he'd actually gone forward, it, let's just oh. say it's a
1: good thing that that didn't oh. happen. Oh. Talk about an image. I mean, the, the image yeah. of, of him holding the stool is bad enough. If he had made a motion to swing it, mm. I, I, as Callum said, I, I've never seen. I would have never seen anything like that.
2: It's difficult because he kind of does swing it forward as Jarenz knocks. He, it begins, away. To, he, I mean, he begins, begins to. He begins to kind of. He has it cocked behind his head and kind of starts moving forward. As that happens, it appears that Jarenz kind of like a shooting foul almost kind of hits his arm, and the, it, it looked like it went away pretty quickly out of his hand, but. Again, that's a scenario that uh, I think everybody is glad that did not happen.
1: Well, Gary and Jesse, take us through just how where Silvio De Sosa is. I mean, he this is his third year in college basketball, and his second year playing college basketball because he sat out last year, uh, suspended. It, it occurred to me as I, as this was unfolding, and then listening to the coaches afterwards, that Silvio should be pretty grateful about his place you know, on this Kansas basketball team, given what has happened with the NCAA and, yeah. and getting a year back when he was suspended for two years. Um, this did not seem like the act of a
4: person who was grateful for his position in college basketball. No. And uh, on Twitter, he's probably the most humble guy. He's always thanking the fans and just throwing stuff out there. You know, where you would never think he would be a guy that wanted to hit somebody with a stool. Have we seen his Twitter and, profile tonight? Have we seen his account? This, we're, we're taping this,
2: and I'm sure there won't be anything on it because again, if you're not yeah. going to bring players to the press conference, you're probably going to put a social put media a muzzle, on, put a muzzle I, on the muzzle. I've not on seen on anything for 24 from, hours.
3: Uh, from
4: either pl- a from really either
3: side other than the uh, statement that. Um, that Jeff Long, Jeff Long put out, yeah. I mean, an apology K-State's is going to seem
4: really me. lame because he did something really bad. and he, Unless he just rips himself over and over. I don't know why I did that. Uh, I mean, talk about inciting a riot, maybe. I mean, KUK State, end of the game. This is- you know, he was inciting a riot almost.
2: This is just bad on so many levels for Silvio because obviously it's been a frustrating season for him. But think about this. Um, He's stuck with Kansas. He's come over from Angola. His whole family's back in Angola. He's done it because he wants to have a role and he wants to play professional basketball. And and so to have something like this that will not go away from his personal image, that's number one. Number two, um, we could be talking about a lengthy suspension if not for the entire year. So any chance you had of playing could have gone away in this moment. And you know, you even flip it around, listen, this is not sympathy time for Bill Self, trust me. I mean, he handled the situation well, but there's not sympathy time for him. But think about all Kansas has done for Sylvia De Sosa. I mean, they basically declared their own guy a booster in the sense of the term. And now it's pretty clear um, from the NCAA's notice of allegations against Kansas that that's sort of being used against Kansas in this regard. And they did that so that Sylvia De Sosa could potentially play for KU again and get his suspension limited from two years to one year. So there's a lot of skin in the game that Kansas, as an athletic program, as a coaching staff, as an administration, has put into Sylvia DeSosa. So for this to happen and for um, this to be very public and for this to kind of drag the image of the program down because of him, because KU has fought so hard for him to get him back eligible, Again, this is not a sympathy song for Bill Self, but it's got to be very disappointing because they worked so hard to get him eligible because they believed in that kid. They believed in the guy, and uh, he obviously let him down tonight.
3: I'm looking at another angle here, actually, the fight that makes it look like Antonio Gordon shoves DeSosa first, then DeSosa takes a swing at David Sloan. Then that's when James Love comes in, and they start swinging punches. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, everybody's coming out, and it looks like that's when DeSosa picks up his... The stool, and it's almost like there's just so many people around. He doesn't know who to swing at. So, yeah, it's just uh, there's there's probably going to be looking at this. I would imagine Antonio Gordon probably gets suspended as well. Here,
1: you know, as the as the Kansas State players were leaving the court, they had to walk right in front of where Jesse and I were were um, sitting, and I and David Sloan was no more than I don't know five feet from me when he was walking off the floor, and he turned around and wanted to go back, and he had to be restrained from from going back. It was already over. I mean. Hmm. Players had left, but he was still furious and and wanted to return, and and, uh, uh, cooler heads prevailed there. Um, Just almost as an aside, uh, the the, the brawl is completed, the teams are off the floor, and we're all kind of furiously starting to write stories, and all of a sudden some players start to return to the court. And Hmm. Bruce, the next thing I know, I see Bruce Weber, Bill Self, um, and the officials talking about um you know talking about something in mid court, the game's not over, it turns out. There's one second remaining. And you asked Gary, you asked Bill about this after the game. Um, who, everybody, got who got ejected and in his he had
4: one word. Everybody. <laughs> everybody but who was on the floor. Yes. Everybody on the benches got ejected.
1: Yeah, because they left the bench. Yeah. And of course Bill's response to that was, Well, they thought the game was over. Well, but they all rush to a, you know, to a fight too. That's so. I, there's no excuse for leaving the bench and rushing to a fight. So that's it. Got me wondering what the punishment's going to be for the players that left the bench. Uh, will there be some kind of punishment? Some league uh, ordered punishment for players who left the bench to join in a brawl? Usually there is. I don't know what the league rule is for this. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean,
2: I know this is maybe sort of unprecedented. I don't know if there can be because If you suspend every player except for the three walk-ons and two players that are on the court for Kansas, and one of those guys was Silvio De Sosa, Mm -hmm. Kansas cannot legally field a team in the next game. So um, yeah, it's an interesting question. I would think that the Big 12 will probably look at this from a big picture view and and focus in on what's really important here, which is, uh, as we talked about, uh, probably Antonio Gordon, definitely Silvio De Sosa. Uh, look like David McCormick, and, um, you know, get, get at the heart of the matter here instead of maybe working around the periphery to something that's really not as important. And uh, I understand that rule. It makes sense, that rule, so that you're trying to... Um,
1: What's well, to discourage? Yeah, to discourage from people
2: from from making this a bigger thing. Uh, it's also, you know, some people are flying in there to try to not make it a bigger thing, too. So it's, it's difficult, but I understand why the rule, and I think in the spirit of the rule, the Big 12 is really going to hone in on the people that that did the wrongdoing and um, the objections make sense, but I I just can't see that they do something that would force KU to basically forfeit a game.
1: So Bill Self said tonight that uh, to expect some sort of announcement on on Wednesday. And let's just just for the sake of discussion um, say that Silvio is either suspended for an extremely long period of time or dismissed from the team. What does that do to a roster composition for, for KU?
4: Well, he and David McCormack, it would take a miracle to not be suspended. So that leaves, as far as Biggs, suddenly Doak. Yes, and Doke only. Yes, and at the start of the year, Mitch Lightfoot was redshirted because Bill thought it would be unfair to limit Mitch's minutes so much. When next year he he'll probably have a role in the rotation. So suddenly they would be down to Doak. Um, it's it's difficult. And Marcus Garrett will probably play the four again.
2: Yeah, I mean it's difficult because for Kansas you could probably survive it, um, and maybe it's a short term thing with just McCormick being out. But it's sort of you're sort of in this interesting place depending on what the punishment might be. Um, without Silvio, uh, and it's early to speculate on what this might be. I feel like we. Always overreact in the moment and here we're talking at whatever it is, ten twenty-one after this happened a couple hours ago. A lot of people out there believe, you know, Silvio might be suspended for the year. By the time this podcast posts, we might have our answer because I would assume KU and the Big Twelve would work very quickly on this to try to get this out of the news cycle. Um but if it's extended for Silvio, like that's ca- ca- down to eight scholarship players. And they're wanting Jalen Wilson to potentially come back, but it doesn't sound like he's ready for another couple weeks. But so. it has
1: been practicing. It yeah. has
2: been practicing limited. Um, so for Bill Self, you sort of have to weigh the short-term and long-term depending on the David McCormick situation. And um, if you can get through it, you can get through it and keep Mitch's year. And if you can't, then you know potentially Mitch is going to have to burn a redshirt to save a team just because uh, guys couldn't
1: compose themselves in the final minute of a game. Mm. Well, let's not conclude this without at least mentioning Christian Brown. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> who,
1: Wait, you
4: mean there was a game <laughs>
1: plan today? I, I don't know. What was it? The, uh, one of the two technicals were free throws were made at the end, making the score 81 to 60. Um, but uh, Christian Brown, the freshman guard from who went to Blue Valley Northwest, finished with 20 points, a career high. Levin had been his his uh, career, Ooh. you know, season high as a freshman. Um, uh, really nice three-point stroke tonight was was terrific all night. Bill Self called him the best player on the floor. I felt bad for him after the game uh, that he didn't, you know, with no players at the uh, brought to the interview room. He didn't get the chance to talk about his game. I'm sure
4: you guys will talk to him about um, about his performance tonight. But really good night for him. Yeah, r- really. He, I didn't, I didn't even see the game, but that's a long story. But um, Christian Brown would have been, I think, the whole story. It would have been Kansas kid comes through in the Sunflower Showdown. Is he going to be this guy like a Dean Wade was against Kansas? Christian Brown would have – it would just have been all Brown. What did his teammates think of him? How's he – you know, he's been coming on of late. This would have been his – I mean, 20 points, out of, not out of nowhere, but, you know, to take over the game to start the second half. Right. It would have been really a nice story on a night where there probably wasn't very much other than that as far as I could tell. He um, was
3: definitely robbed today. This was his moment, and it's, it's, uh, it struck me is that, I mean, he, he's the next Perry Ellis or the next, <laughs> the next real villain that K-State fans can point to and be super annoyed with because K-State wanted him. They wanted Christian Brown bad in Manhattan, and they thought they might even get him until Bill Suff came along, and everyone there thought, well, They were tired of you know he was tired of playing against Dean Wade so now he's taking him away from him and to score was it twenty is what he ended up game high twenty to score twenty points in his very first Sunflower Showdown and to think he's got at least seven more games against K State (laughs) (laughs) Whew. yep he's uh, that could be a problem
1: might be some Sprint Center games thrown (laughs) in there too (laughs) too, (laughs) just just for good (laughs) measure too. All right, uh, it's late, guys. So let's let's get out of here. Gary, Jesse, Kallis, thanks for sticking around long after the end of uh, of a game that'll be talked about for quite a while. You guys want to go fight now? <laughs> we have our own media brawl? <laughs> Boom. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for SportsBeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars' award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news features and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Links to the stories we wrote on the game can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Thanks to Derek Donovan for putting together today's episode. And we'll be back on Thursday with another SportsBeatKC where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.